Hi, you're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp. And don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. You've given your life to Jesus, surrendered your life and your will to Jesus. You know, I'm not talking about the one that goes to a building. Are you mean? I'm not just talking about that. But I'm talking about those of us who have surrendered our, our, our lives. The Bible said that we are being built together. We are being put together. Are you mean? Are you mean? And the church is the bride of Christ. You remember yesterday's scripture, 2 Corinthians 11, 2. 2 Corinthians 11, 2 says, For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as chaste virgins to Christ. You remember? Yeah. Can you get a TPT one? Or uh, uh, amplified. It says what? Let's read. One to go. No, no, no. One to go. Uh huh. Uh huh. To present you as a chaste virgin. So, like I presented here, the goal is to present us to Christ, ready, but as a chaste um, bride. You get it? Uh-huh. Because the marriage is about to happen. Hey, shake on your The marriage is about to happen. The marriage is about. To Shake your head and say, the marriage is about to happen. To be bethrown means that your hand has been given in marriage. Uh-huh. So in a sense, we are bethrown to Christ. We are bethrown. So we are the, we are the lady we together, we are one lady and uh, the marriage is about to happen. And so, what the Holy Spirit, one of the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives is to preserve us. That's why we're, the Holy Spirit was given to us as a seal. Yeah. It's to preserve us. The Holy Spirit is preserving our hearts. The Holy Spirit is preserving what God has done in us. That's the Holy Ghost work. Because we are virgin. We are supposed to be as virgin to Christ. And we are not to be defiled by the world. You get me? Uh-huh. Once somebody is betrothed, so it's like uh, William is betrothed to a coffer. It means that or Akofa is betrothed to um, William. Let me use. And so it's like we've come home, gone to see Akofa's parents, and says, 
We are coming for you, your daughter for him. You get it? So the duty of the parents and everybody is to make sure that nobody touches a kofa. So that when they marry on that night, on the bed, William should go to get up and say, Ah, I really married. And this one has never been touched by anybody. And for us as believers, should I use, let me put it this way. The one that has the ability to cut our love away from Jesus is the world. It's the world. Someone say the world. Shake your neck and say the world, the world, the world, the world. So take the world as a person. A person in which has, has three expressions. Last of the eye, last of the flesh, and the pride of life. Are you, are you with me? John 3, 28 to 29. You know that scripture we read yesterday. You yourself bear, bear me witness that I said I'm not the Christ, but I, but, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore joy, therefore this joy of mine is fulfilled. <laughs> Sometimes every translation, the way they write the English. So when you're reading some, you're thinking a particular way to go. But So here, um, that's John was talking. And John was saying that, me, I'm just a friend of the bridegroom. And my duty, I rejoice to hear the bridegroom's voice like uh, anybody should. Are, are you in the house? So what I'm saying is that the bride is a church. The bride is us. Do you get that? I just want to add that. Who is the bride? The church. And the bride is who? Yeah. We are the bride. So holiness is a requirement that says that we have not been defiled by anybody else. That's what holiness is. It's a requirement. That says that we've not been defiled by anybody else. And it makes us, in a sense, worthy prize for Jesus. Now, as the groom is coming, you know, we say Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming. Yes, it's true. When we say Jesus is coming, then some of us say, you're afraid. Jesus is coming, you're afraid. But why are you afraid? Which lady is here doesn't want to see the, the husband? Ask you, honestly, which lady here doesn't want to see the husband? Recently, the recent wedding we went to, the recent wedding we went to, and the groom was at the altar waiting. The bride was in his coming to meet the groom. And every step, can you imagine in the mid, then you stop and says, Madam, you can't see your husband. I'm sure she would have removed the, this is, he said, what? 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Not that I can see him from a, a bit. I can see him, you know, a distance away. There are signs that tell us that our groom is a distance away. Not too far, but close. So rather, the way we should live, we should live in anticipation of his coming. We must live in anticipation of Jesus' arrival. As the bride, we must live in anticipation that Jesus is coming and is coming for us. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. We must live in anticipation of his arrival. We must live in anticipation of his coming. We must live in anticipation of his, his, his showing up. We should never be afraid. You see, fear, Bible said that if love is not made perfect, fear is there. Fear is a sign that we are, we are not in love. Love is a perfect condition that we must be in to receive the room. Once we walk in fear, and that's the danger about sometimes some of the messages we preach. It produces a fearful church, so a church that is not ready for his groom. Yeah. It produces a fearful church that never gets ready for his groom. Meanwhile, we are not to be afraid. Shake your name and say, you are not to be afraid. No, no, shake your name and say, you are not to be afraid. You are not to be afraid. Amen. He's coming. He should rejoice. Those days, what they say? Manata. He comes quickly. He's coming. Manata is coming. And they don't say Manata, yeah, he's coming. No, no. Manata is coming. He's coming. And they are in excitement. Young people. There was a time in my life when I was in love. Look, one thing, one thing you know about people who are in love, nobody tells them to expect. They live in constant expectation. Yeah. People are in love, they are always expecting. Expecting a call, expecting a, a text message. They expect it. They expect it. That's why you are there now. And someone says, oh, they're share me, Why? Because you are in love. Hey. So if you are in love with Jesus, there must be an expectation. When is the clouds going to break that my lover is going to show up? It's the reason why um, I love CY's song written by Enid. In times of worship, I will wait looking on to see your face. The lover of my soul is coming soon On you alone I'll fix my heart One more time In times of worship In times of worship I will wait Looking on to see your face Looking on to see your faith the lover of my soul is coming soon the lover of my soul is coming soon on you alone on you alone 
my heart. You have to live in expectation of your of the groom, of your husband. The church every day, we must, that's why we must be reminded of God's love. Love is the greatest means by which we become prepared. Hmm. Hallelujah. But sometimes you want to follow what you are listening, but you also have time to, you have, you have to do some things. Amen. But he's coming. And, and he's not coming you see, to those who have not yielded to his love, they have to be afraid. Those who have not yielded to his love, they have to be afraid. Do you know why? Because they rejected him. They rejected him. Where's the crown? <laughs> Swift. <laughs> See, you tell us the vision you have here. <laughs> I swift, I saw. <laughs> his head to his good for the crown. Amen. Swift. I don't know what you were seeing. What, what's your vision you are seeing? <laughs> is anticipating? <laughs> is that swift was anticipating Christ coming? <laughs> but but this time you should have you should have a GPS location of where Jesus has reached. Listen, we must live in anticipation of His coming. It's a sign that you are in love. Write it somewhere. When I live in anticipation of his arrival, it's a pointer that I'm in love. Because every lover has expectation. The minute you don't have anticipation for his coming, know that you have moved, you may have slipped into fear. It's possible you have, you have slipped into fear. That's the reason why. Hey, we are going to have the marriage of two CY leaders this month. And trust me, they are living in anticipation of that every day, even at camp. There's a marriage with your name written under. How come you're afraid to get married? Your fear could be a sign that you don't know the one you're about to marry. Because if you knew him, you will fall in love with him. And out of that, you're looking forward to the marriage. But because you don't know him, you're afraid of what is coming. Where there's no knowledge of God, people walk in fear of him. Where there's no true knowledge of God, people walk in the fear of God. They walk in fear. I mean, I'm talking about terror fear. They, they want to move away from him. But the church, that's why, listen, church, that is why you need to be at a place where they teach you the word of the Lord. 
Don't just prophesy to you and tell you there's cup under your, your seat. And your grandmother put there 300 years ago. All of us, you know that all of us, are, are, our grandparents were fetish. All of us. They all hid this. They didn't know the Lord. So how come some people sooner, especially other people sooner? Am I talking to somebody in the house? And some of you, that's what you like. You think that's Christianity. Hey, you seen a pot. Hey, yourself, what shall we do? Yourself, what shall we do? A black pot. So you like going to those places and those places, but the place where they will teach you the word of the Lord or where the word of the Lord is placed where it's supposed to be placed. You don't like that place. When they start teaching their word, then you are sleeping. Shake your name and say, may deliverance come to you now. May deliverance come to you now. Shake the person and say, may deliverance come to you now. When you are taught God's way rightly, you will grow in love with him. You will fall in love with God. You will fall in love with Jesus. Every day you fall in love. You realize that every time you are looking forward to service, so remember when they come to church, they don't like sitting in front. Come, where they are sharing the word, you want to come. No, no, they are always have to sack you from the back in front. Hey, I've never had that problem before. Ah, those days, I didn't like sitting in front, especially places when I know they are going to ask me academic questions. But in, in, in school, I, I used to sit in front because it was strategic. When you sit in front, you raise up your hand. Don't ask you, don't ask those at the back. <laughs> but was it because I knew? But often when I go to a class, and actually also, anytime I go to class, I try to sit at the back. But the back people, yeah, I'm not like that. I'm not right. They have their own mind, rowdy and disobedient. So by the time I realized, I would have gravitated towards the front. But when I became born again, when I go to service, I want to sit closer. Where grace is flowing. Oh, what are you talking about? You come, you have to sit at the back. They have to force you. They have to tell you to lift up your hands. They have to tell you to watch. You are not in love. And it's a sign that you don't know him. There are some people God has given them grace to teach about the love of God. Go and look for them and listen. Go in love with Jesus. Because look, Jesus is in anticipation to come home. As for Jesus, he's waiting on his father. Read the Bible. He's the father we are waiting for. And the father's goal is he wants to win as many people. So the delay is not because Jesus doesn't want to come for you. Jesus doesn't come for you, but the father says, wait, I want to win more. The Bible said that the father does not desire that anybody perish. But Jesus here, he has been betrothed. He's waiting for his bride. Every day I'm sure he goes to the father. Father, the men now are in the so. I, I want to marry. I want to marry. <laughs> As of the Bible said that, he says, I go to my father's house to make for you, to prepare for you. It's going to prepare. Those days, they'll come and be through and go back to their father's house. I go and build some extra rooms and lay the bed. Hey! Are you in the house? Yeah. So we must grow in love with Jesus. Tell about grow in love with Jesus. Grow in love with what? Okay, the bride, in preparation for our groom, must be found in three states. 
three states. Are you in the house? Okay, the first state that the bride must be found in faith. Faith. Luke 18, 8, he says, I tell you that when he avenged them speedily, nonetheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith? Will he find faith? The bride must be found believing. The bride must be found believing. Faith. And look at the, the coming of Jesus. Look at the things that are going around that are saying, people are saying in videos just so that the bride will lose faith in what the groom said. When the groom says, I'll come back for you, they are take, everything is to take away our faith. Because once we are faithless, there's no expectation and we'll live just anyhow. We'll live just anyhow. But the bride must found in faith. You must build your faith while we wait for Jesus Christ. He says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? Will he find people believing in him? What must our faith be in? In the things that he claimed to be. Our faith must be in the things that he claims to be. One, that he is the only Son of God. He must come and meet you believing that. He shouldn't come and meet you one world order, one religion. All religions are the same. All religions are going the same place. No, it's not true. Is that what they said? Where did Jesus say that all religions are going to save us? Jesus used very serious communications. He said, everybody else is a thief. Read the Bible. He said, everybody else is a thief because he's the door. And that if you don't use the door to enter, you are likely going to use the window. Is a window an access for you? No. So anyone who has used any other means to get to the hearts and the life of people, he said they are thieves. This you must be found believing. Hey, are you in the house? This you must be found. When the groom comes, he must find a bride believing. Hallelujah. Not a bride believing in mystic, believing in, uh, what do you call it? Common sense, cosmic, uh, um, astrology, zodiac signs, zodiac signs. Shake the one that says, zodiac signs, have you heard? Have you heard? Shake the one that says, have you heard? Zodiac signs. A bride believing in zodiac signs, a bride believing in, there's a church that when you go, they, they take, they go and break pots in church. Yeah. Your whatever your family, whatever is in the pots, and then by the altar, then and then, then they break the pots. Hey. Faith straightens us. See, what you believe in straightens you. There's a word I'm looking for, but it's not, it hasn't come here. But I understand what I'm trying to say, but it's not coming. <laughs> what I mean is that. Your faith will define you and it will determine even your path for life. Once you start mixing what you believe, you are going to find yourself on different roads at the same time. That's why people who believe and they 
they, they, they are, they are adamant about what they believe. They are distinct from the crowd because their faith will distinct them. It will, it will separate you. You among your friends believe, believe, start believing that, um, believe that you are not to have do anything with your with your woman until you marry. You will see that you still soon be different among your friends because what you believe will separate you. When I was growing up and I became born again, I didn't have to tell people, no, 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 it's just what I believed in. The more I, 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 I walked by what I believed in, I started being separated from my friends. Some of you, the reason why your alcoholic friends like you is because you are not living your faith. Your faith is not distinct. You don't believe, you believe everything, so you don't believe anything. In believing everything, you don't believe anything. You can't be a Christian that believes in righteousness at the same time be a, a, a believer that believes in naked and open your breasts everywhere. You, 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 you are believing everything, but at the same time, you are believing nothing. Hey, am I making some sense to somebody? What do you believe in? Live what you believe in. Your groom must come and find you in faith, believing what he claims to be. That is the only son of God. That nobody is going to heaven without him. Come so believing in him. Your groom should come and meet you believing that there's no place for homosexual life. Hey! That there's no place in God for homosexual life because now we have, what do you call them? The Methodist Church, Presby Church of the West are separated from the Methodist and Presby Church of, uh, how do you call it? Africa. Why? Because the Methodist Church and this thing believe that you can be gay and so be somebody who is serving God. Yeah. Is that what our groom said? He never said that. He never said that. Yeah. So don't compromise. Look at him and say, don't compromise. I tell people that it's one thing for me to work in a particular weakness. It's another thing for me to affirm that this weakness is the way I'm supposed to live. There are two separate things. Don't confuse them. You could be struggling with drinking. Never go and say something and say, but I'm a Christian, I drink. No. Separate the two. Still affirm what he says. And still be humble and acknowledge your state. Don't mix the two. Like the way now, uh, the societal whatever Boudon is doing. She's mixing the two. She, she went into, into, she was one place, and then she went into Christ, but not being discipled well. She's gone back, and now she's mixed God with what she's doing. Yeah. I heard your love. <laughs> don't mix it. Young people, listen. Don't buy into the lie. Because I'm telling you, when he breaks the sky, he must find you faithful. Hallelujah. He must find you faithful. He must find a church that is faithful. Sometimes you are struggling. You're in, under your skin. You struggle with same sex. But you say, so look, you are so my righteousness. And you said it's wrong. And I believe you. That's it. That's the way you take. Hey, am I making some sense? Are you in the house? Shake your neighbor and say, faith, 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 faith. I can't just shake your neighbor and say, faith. Faith what? Faith. 
It's not faith. <laughs> Jesus said he's the savior of the world. We must believe. The only way to salvation, we must believe. Is it truly the father's son? We must believe. He has access to the father's blessing. We believe. Someone say, I believe. I believe. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. And he, will, and he who believes in me shall never test. Only Jesus can satisfy man. We must believe it. Amen. Jesus also claimed that he is the light of the world. Then Jesus spoke to them again saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. We believe Jesus. Where Jesus, not, where Jesus is not, they are all darkness. Even if Hollywood has put so much light there and Jesus is not there, that's darkness. What's their name? Whether Kardashians, Kardashians, what are the Moishas or all the Shans, where Christ is not exalted, that place is darkness. Jesus said, I'm the light. This I'm the light of the church. Jesus, I'm the light of what? I can, I'm the light of what? Somebody shout, I'm the light of the world. Shake your neighbor and say, Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus. Shake your neighbor and say, Jesus is the light of the world. Oh, shake your neighbor and say, Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. That's what he claims. Do you know what it means to be the light of the world? You see how good your eyes are. Your eyes can be, your eyes are useless without light. Men's wisdom, sense, technology, everything does not make sense without Jesus. That's what it means. It doesn't make sense without Jesus. <laughs> David, <laughs> please, let's crown him. Crown him, Lord of. Where's the cameraman? Let's, let's, let's. He's the light of the world. Light of the world. When men gather, they think they are smart. And when you mention Jesus, they said, Oh, what is this Jesus? And then you too, you go and sit in your midst. And when they say, Let's put Jesus aside, you also say, mm, You shake your head like a gamma lizard. What do you believe in? Look, there's coming a time, I, I had a prophecy by this man of And it wasn't. Like, you know, the way we prophesy in Africa, Ghana. I tell you, I tell you. No, no, no. Cool white man. You know white people, they can be saying things by their hands and their pockets. Like Bill, 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 Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson is speaking very big because the man is just talking. I see he's just talking. And he said something. There's coming a time. He said in our day, there's coming a time that people who are for God will have to make a stand. Because he says, look, the God of entertainment is one of the greatest threats to righteousness. And one of the, the biggest God in our day is sports. See the place has gone quiet. See the place has gone quiet. One of the biggest gods of our day is sports. 
Pastor, we've we got to a place where Christians even believe in the sports of boxing. I've never believed in it. I was, there's, there's one of my boys recently, he said he's, he does boxing. I said, I was asking him, I said, when you are in the ring, and the guy, the opposition, do you smile? Are you loving the person? But how do you feel towards the person when you are doing it? He said, look, you want to master the, the toughest blow to give it to the guy. Is that, is that love? Then the rest of us are, yeah, I'm for this, I'm for this. As a matter of fact, it became recent, uh, not, not too long ago, there was a, a boxer who, in quotes, it became a Christian boxer in, in a sense. And then the other person became, and then Christians were supporting. And they said, yeah, yeah, it's a Christian. I said, look, how shallow we get. We move away from God. We, we don't know the God we're serving. What is the measure of excellence and, and, and perfection? It's love. I've told you before, I've told you already, that all that we are doing is to grow in love. And if your sports or whatever hinders that, you have to be able to move away from that. Hey, am I making some sense? The God of our day, one, is, is, is sports. The next God of our day is fashion. Top, top, you go to top, top brands of the world. Unbelievers, wicked people, idolaters, idolaters. They are the ones topping the brands. You go and take money, spend money to go and buy the latest fashion, and they think why it's not reaching your size. Meanwhile, they say that's what one of the most amazing things women who wear dresses and keep pulling down. No, it's just why do you wear it in the first place? And when you get then like, yeah. yeah, go like this. You are beaten into the God of fashion. Because your sense of fashion has overridden your sense of righteousness. It has overridden your sense of righteousness. That's your problem. That you choose your fashion first before your righteousness. You choose your fashion first before your, your righteousness must come first. If it is not meeting your righteous requirement, next, next, until it meets your righteous requirements. Hey, I'm not making some sense, somebody. Shake your neighbor and say, what do you believe in? What do you believe in? Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Ask your neighbor, do you believe that? Do you believe it? <laughs> Jesus gives illumination to the minds and lives. It's one of the saddest things in our day to show how much there's no light even though people have wisdom, they have knowledge. You see that they create things but you can see that the heart of what they have created is not the benefit of the next person. Sometimes you see, especially Americans, they waste. If, if they'll tell you the level of waste Americans do in this world, you classify them as one of the most wicked people in the part of the world. Americans and waste. But they are driven, and here's the thing, they are driven by their comfort first. And because majority of people who are the helm of affairs or what they are creating, they don't have the light of God. Let's not go there. Are you in the house? 
Jesus said, okay, I've already quoted that. He said, I'm a good shepherd. I'm a good shepherd. The good shepherd gives life for his sheep. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus, Jesus said to him, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Let me put it this way. Are you in the house? There's no resurrection without Jesus. There's no resurrection without what? Those of you that believe in ghosts. Recently, someone was telling me a story about how the father came to visit him. It's a real life story. The time they said the father died, he was in the hospital. The father was in the hospital. But in, in, in school, the father came to visit him and paid for his school fees. That's at the time the father died. Yeah. The time the father died was about the time the father came to, the one was sick, who could not move. He came to school, came to pay for his school fees, but he said the father was in a hurry and he left. And one of the he said, my father's ghost. I said, no, there's nothing like that. There's no liberty for ghosts to be doing what they are doing. I said, it's possible that your father's greatest prayer, God sent an angel in your father's look. That's what it, that's, that, that's biblically, because I've had testimonies of people, you see CCC camera, Christians, they were owing, deadline, and they will lose your house. So the day comes, and they are not able to pay. The following day, you go to a bank to go and beg the bank, and the bank says, ah, you came here yesterday. It has happened to you before. Yeah. He said, they came here and said, ah, me. Wow. They checked the camera. You see a man like his structure goes, goes to spend some time paying and then left. That's the angel of God. Read the Bible. The Bible talks as the angel like a man. That's not, but once somebody dies, Bible said death is once. After death, what is next? So stop believing in ghosts. What are you talking about? The Nigerian movies, the Nigerian movies. Shake your hands and be careful of the Nigerian movies. Wrong doctrine. Tell the person, be careful of Nigerian movies. They say somebody is crying. The ghost of my father come and defend me. And then they are playing that song. And all those things. Then they put a candlelight here, come and then, then. Then you see believers who are believing in that. Oh, be serious. Shake your hands and be serious, be serious. Shake your hands, obey serious, obey serious, obey serious. Mama, Papa is dying. <laughs> Jesus said, I'm the resurrection and life. John, John 11, 25. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. Jesus said, I am the true vine. John 15, 1. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Bride. Shall we read? Hey, bride. Bride. Let me also add this to it. God expects not only to find you believing in what he claims to be, but live your life driven by faith. Driven by faith. Because all of us dream a life where we know you need to use faith. Yeah. We want the comfort and everything so that we don't have to walk by faith. But the Bible said, for we walk by faith and not by sight. What, is it, what the Bible said pleases him? That we believe that they exist. 
that is the reward of them that diligently seek him when you are in faith you are a bride that is waiting for his groom that's something that God will take you through situations that is what you believe in sometimes that's how God comes to you and says give me the money you have give me the money look if we all get we have money we have everything our name written and secure but I'm telling you that is not necessarily the call God has for you it's not necessarily the call look God God will lead you in a walk where you're always trusting him that's what you're supposed to be that's why the way I've structured my life by the grace of God I'm always looking for an avenue to give to God so that I can always be found in faith as a matter of fact you have to find a way that where you are you are in lack so that you can live by faith live by faith am I making some sense yeah at this camp some of you you even watch a brother or sister you look at the way their their life and things are you want me to come and tell you um bless this person no you should even see it and say look may I this is an opportunity for me to walk by faith at this camp you know when I come to camp camp there is my seat sowing time so <laughs> I've run out of money pay here there and so my, my son came to me and someone was like, oh, if I send this money, the money is finished in Momo. And I needed to pay others. And he was like, I said, Sam, give the money out. Father will come and give us money. I didn't know where money was coming from. Then yesterday I was there, it was yesterday. Then one of my daughters came. He says, some of us have put money down too in support of camp. So... What should we do with it? I said, the father is answering, come, come. <laughs> I didn't plan, I didn't, but he came, and he came to give me money. 500 cities. Look, this is the life God wants you to live on. Believe in him. Why? Because I said, faith straightens us, and it separates us. You watch, anytime people are about to live a, live a loose life, they have everything too much. Yeah. You watch when foolish ideas and thoughts come to your mind. When you have car full of fuel, you have money. Payday has come. Ah, that's when all the foolish ideas come. Ah, they're all coming. But when you are, you don't have, and you're trusting, it shapes your life. My God. Am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. That's why I come, when we come to come, we challenge you to make a place to give to God. Because it's better to live the life by faith in a year than to live by your plan. Chances are you are following your own mistake. You get yourself into things, go and buy things. God doesn't ask you. And when you are believing, it changes your life. Every day, God, I look to you. Am I talking to somebody? Okay, shake your neighbor and say, Pastor Rod is preaching. Pastor Rod is preaching. Shake your neighbor and say, Pastor Rod is preaching. <laughs> the second point. Hey. Okay, yes, one. I have about 10 minutes to finish the two other points. The second point, first is the bride must be found in faith. The second point is the bride must be found pure. I've already said it. Ephesians 5, 26 to 27. We must be in three states. First is faith. Second is pure. 
What's happened? What's happened to this? My screen. It's gone off. But let's read. Okay. One to go, that he might what? With what? The washing of water by what? So God is cleaning you. Okay, the next verse. That he may what? A glorious church, not having what? Spots or wrinkle or any sad thing, but that she should be what? Holy without what? Blemish. Holy without what? He uses wrinkle, even talks about her appearance. <laughs> no bend. The dress is, you know, the dress, I don't know how they even, especially wedding dress, I don't know how they even iron it. Uh, they use the steam iron. Uh, so before the steam iron, how were they ironing it? It was trial by fire. See this big thing, and then now you are turning. Then you iron it, then you turn. Anyway, it says the bride must show up her dress straight on her, as if she never sat. The dress was put on her. A, without wrinkle nor blemish. You know, blemish. Some of the blemishes are they seem. They are not major. As I said, spots. It means that the tiniest thing you think is it doesn't matter. The groom says it matters. You know, on the wedding day, when they stand together, and they, they really observe and look at each other. You know, trust me, innocent knew all the spots on the woman's face. <laughs> Because she's a beautiful bride. Hey. Unfortunately, sometimes the women, the makeup become too much. They can't even unlock their iPhones. They can't even unlock their iPhone. They're wearing this cross, this, this cloth. Then they are doing this. I remember my sister, not this one, the older one, their wedding. So I saw the, the makeup. Then I think I was around 20 or 21, but I could tell there was something wrong. Those when they used to give rosy cheeks, blush, yes, pons, yes. <laughs> and they've given her some red spots be here. <laughs> hey, African baby. <laughs> and the lashes are here, here, here. Hey. Later on, after the wedding, she said, when she, she came and she stood by the husband, the husband said, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you. <laughs> the husband said, yeah. He said, hey. <laughs> That's the kind of wedding that the pastor has to, has to tell the man, smile is. <laughs> So, when they went to sign, they said, Then she had to tone it down. Ladies, beautiful, we saw you during the day. Then you come, you want to be another woman. Amen. The Bible said we should appear without blemish, without a spot. When he appears, 
you have to be pure. Church, this, we can't compromise on it. Young people, you can't mix your Christian life with clubbing and want to be pure. What did they say? What did they say? He said, when you go lie down with dogs, you wake up with fleas. Certain sins, they are natural to where you go. You don't, you see, when you are now fighting a sin, then you are a fool. Because if you go to a place where they drink and you have a problem with drinking, then you are setting yourself up. It is nobody who has done anything. It is you who are setting yourself up. Am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. You know you're a guy, you like girls. Open ma. Open. Ima are your weakness. When you come to camp, don't be collecting numbers of women. You don't do that. When others are even hugging women, you tell them, hi, hi, hi. Because you know that by the touch, something will enter you. And it will take the next six to seven months to deliver you. Something inside is so strong. But look at you, the temptation. Now, no one will pass call. Are you a firefly? You say, stay away. Are you going? Why? Hey, be wise. Holiness is a calling, it's a mandate. Hey, young people, you can't do and just come and come and cry and say, healthy. Oh, it has happened again. What has happened again? I'm going to have sex again. Hmm. And where did it take place? In his, in his house. What are you doing in his house? I want to give him apples. Are you the apple of his eye? Why would you take apple? You know, it's like you knew what was there. The apple was just something that you were using as an excuse. You know what was going to go. You know you go, you get there, he will argue. He said you're smelling good. You also go to go shake your head. <laughs> and even after you've drunk water, you're asking for water. He should come and say, Why is he sitting, sitting so far away? Maybe she are talking, she's some good. By the time I realize they are looking to eyes, eyes are locked. You see, you see, by this time, even the Holy Ghost cannot help you. Eyes are locked. Look at the lips. Hey. Hey. Lips to lips. Hey. Then afterwards, after you've done the thing, you've come and said, it has happened again. <laughs> it has happened again. No, don't be a fool. Look at the... Ah. <laughs> Look at him and say, neighbor, don't be a fool. As much as it is required of you. In other words, let me put it this way. As much as you can help it, don't be a fool. As much as you can help it, don't be a fool. Yeah. Avoid, do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says we should even avoid, listen. The Bible says we should even avoid all appearance of evil. That's what it says. So you see the girl passing by and realize that, hey, while she's there, you are here. That's a wise man. You don't draw close and go and see that, oh, I've overcome. I must admit, some time ago, some, one of the guys was, was like, hey, why is that one come to camp? We separate the girls from the boys. Um, don't we trust ourselves? Don't we trust the Holy Ghost? Yeah. 
I said, you may trust your Holy Ghost. But the Holy Ghost is inside of me says, I shouldn't trust myself. Are you in the house? Shake your nose. I said, don't be a fool. As much as you can help yourself. Tell the person, as much as you can help yourself, don't be a fool. Wisdom. You, you have women as a problem, but you, you say you want to do follow-up, and only girls, you have their number. Who compares some hard guys with some job and follow up with them? Look, if you are here, you have women as a problem. Don't follow up with girls. Follow up on boys. It's called wisdom. Before you call a girl, you say, oh, I'm not happy. Then you're going to ask, why are you not happy? I'm sad. Why are you sad? Uh, I can't tell anybody. I can't tell Pastor Elton. It's only you I can tell. Then you are shaking your head. Uh, now you realize I'm more spiritual than Pastor Elton. don't do look glory to God it's one of the things that has helped me a lot practically I avoid places of temptation practically this is not spiritual it's practical all of us here can become alcoholics an alcoholic all of us here. you think I'm drink you see drinking you need the right problem <laughs> You need the right amount of problem to make you despondent, make you see life in a negative form, and alcohol will be the right delight for you. Anybody, don't think, and don't think you're ever above that. I know I could. I always say that if there's any sin, I think I could have walked in it comfortably drinking. I know. Because the way I drink juice, and I used to drink Coca-Cola, delivered by Jesus, amen. When I look at it, I say, hey, imagine I said alcohol, like by this time. So, so I avoid, that's I don't taste new drinks. I don't taste, I just call it, before you go and say, say milk, it says small milk. But what's the, those, um, Bailey's and Irish, Irish and these are the names that are Bailey's, so nice, so rich, so, so sophisticated, Irish cream. It's just a cream. It's alcohol. Alcohol. The main thing is alcohol, and they dress it up with other things. You go and say some punch, here some small, it will be alcohol there. Like Elton said yesterday, you can never overcome the demon you like playing with. You entertain some demons, they like you. Some of you, your names have been written in hell. Some demons have written their names, your name. 2023. It is me and when you think you are the only person who has, who, has, who has to go and report, what do you call that? Give a report on your followers. A demon is giving a report on you. <laughs> that I'm telling you that this, from the look of December, Christmas, it looks promising. It looks like this year, it shall be alcohol, alcohol. <laughs> Year of return. <laughs> Shake your neighbor and say, Neighbor, divorce the demons that you like them. To divorce them. Divorce them. Divorce them. Divorce them. Pure. Someone say, Pure. Righteous. Holy. And then the last one is, We must be found deeply in love. 
deeply in love. Love Jesus. So much in love. How do you know a, a church that is in love with Jesus? It's not just in the worship song, attending services. If it's only that, then you can be religious easily. But it's in loving your neighbor. A church that is in love with Jesus is a church that loves each other. Yeah. Love must be so evident among us. How you treat your neighbor. Are you patient? Are you kind? Hallelujah. Do you consider others before you? But that's a church that is in love. That's a church that is in love with Jesus. Sacrificial. A church that serves. That serves. It will be a church that is better than a colony of ants. Because the Bible said, a colony of ants, even without a commander, they know what to do. Yeah. But it looks as if the organization of the church, there has to be a commander. Always. It's a sign that you are not in love. Because, look, look, listen, love even makes you wise. Because love makes you think ahead and think of other people. Yeah. But when they have to tell you, after using a loom, clean after yourself. Have I gone there? You go and go and use a place of convenience and then push and punk and all over the place. Mess up the whole place. You get up and then you walk away. You are not a, you are speaking in tongues. You are not a person of love. What do you want your neighbor to come and do to your shit? <laughs> that is what you have left for your neighbor, your shit. Ask your neighbor, is that what you leave for your neighbor? Ask your neighbor, is that what you are leaving for your neighbor? What amazes me are people who go and go and shit and no flash. Is it a gift for the next person? Is it a present? Surprise. <laughs> How? He said, when I was flashing, it was not going. So I used to come and flash and finish. <laughs> If it's not going, it's not a responsibility. Who put it there? Who put it there? <laughs> if we walk in love, there will be no littering. Yeah. If we walk in love, there will be no littering. The religious attitude of Ghanaians it's always exposed we are over 70% always in church but our environment is so dirty then you go and say I love Jesus me don't person, if you walk in love you will not litter tell the person tell the person you will not do what you know later, or you know go and eat the food. You alone, you go and eat all the food. And then I say, oh, uh, oh, that means so we be DB. There was one. Love should have made you consider the possibility of others. That is love. Consider the possibility of others. 
hey, am I making some sense? That is the love Jesus wants to come and find a bride. And love, not a child that will come and then bang, 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 and no, and not care about anybody. You come for a meeting, somebody's trying to talk to you, cry. You even clear your face and speak back to them. Your, your face is like this thing. Sometimes their face too is so nice. Let me show you. Smile is the best facial lift. I'm telling you, smile is the best facial lift. And it, it, it communicates, it's the best thing. It's your best public relation, uh, this thing to do. I'm telling you, the best plan. Those of you that know, I want my relation and things to be better, put on a smile. Put on a smile. In a place, I like people who smile. Once they smile, we, 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 are, we are okay. You can even easily go and talk to them easily. But the person was, you can't tell whether they don't like you. If I didn't the face, they say, don't come, don't show up, don't come. Shake your nose and smile, smile, smile. Oh, shake your nose and say, smile, smile. Hey, may we be a loving church. May we be a loving church. May we be a, a loving bride. Right? May we be a loving bride. May we be a loving bride. Hey, are we going to be a loving bride? Our Lord must come and meet us in love. In love. Caring for one another. Caring for one another. Being there for one another. Watching out for one another standing with one another in anticipation of him hallelujah thank you for listening to this message hope you've been blessed for more information and resources visit any of our social media platforms the website for the ministry is www.connectcyi.org instagram is at connectcyi and facebook is christ for youth international